help me welcome back to the show numerous times she's been on with me she is the founder and the host guest uh and you can be the guest of why liberty matters help me welcome dr marlene mcmillan welcome back doc Oh, thank you for having me. I want everybody to have hope that the best days are still ahead of us. The best days, let's have hope, are still ahead of us Americans. And Dr. Marlene, when we look at this situation that we are facing now, many have say, are saying that the republic is falling. Is there any hope not to believe that? Well, that depends on the character of the individuals that make up the nation. So character really matters, and you can either become part of the solution or you can become part of the problem. And what I teach is how to become part of the solution and not the problem. How do we solve this? I mean, this in so many different from 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 so many different perspectives is a mess. It is a mess. What how did we get here? How do we get out? Okay. You become what you talk about, okay? So you get more of what you talk about. You become what you think about. So part of the goal of all this confusion is so that people play into the confusion. They start believing all of this, and then they become incapacitated, weak, dependent, and therefore have to have somebody else tell them what to think, what to believe, and what to do. And it's time for each person to uh, stop listening to all this chaos and get at a place of peace and come to a point where they go back to their moorings and go. And if they didn't don't know what that means, going back to the principles on which liberty is built, they're needed more now than ever before. Needed more now than ever before. Are there certain principles that we are ignoring more so than others that have led us to this point, Dr. McMillan? Well, one of the biggest things we have going on in the country has to do with the issue of truth. And as the church got into confusion, I mean the the church as a whole. I'm not saying any particular denomination or group, but I'm saying anybody who claims to be part of, of any church, when the confusion has come into that place, then you can expect to see more confusion in the culture. So in order to rebuild a culture, and we're not now to the point to preserve liberty, we're to the point where we must learn how to build liberty. And that takes a different level of character, and you can't get by with some of the lack of character that has been allowed to slide in the past. When we look at uh, the certain concerns, fears even, that uh, conservative Christian Americans have with the apparent uh, socialist takeover of all three branches of the American government— what are the fears? What is it that we should be afraid of, or should we be afraid at all? Dr. McMillan, please shed light on that. Okay, so socialism is evil. Socialism is just a nice word for communism. And basically, communism is slavery. So you need to be aware that these things are happening. You need to look at 
you know, the people who keep telling us to be tolerant, you know, tolerance is a message preached by the intolerant until the intolerant get in charge. And then all of a sudden, all ideas are not equal, and you don't have a right to even your own opinion, let alone a belief in truth. So where we are is coming back to what is truth and how do we stand on it. In your book, Mountains of Deceit, is this a part of the message that you were trying to herald when you wrote it? Uh, Absolutely, and the book is more uh, important today than when it was written. Basically, it explains how language is used to change a culture and how definitions, when whoever controls the definitions, controls the outcome. And every definition comes with a destination already built into the definition. So when our nation or when many people, especially in the uh, way they're educated, accepted the idea that socialism's okay and we're just going to all redistribute the wealth and everybody's going to be happy, that uh, is a false premise that leads to tyranny. Dr. McMillan, I'm uh, going up to, and I'm going to, I don't know if you've ever spoken at Eagle's form, Eagle Forum, uh, but I certainly would want to uh, see you do that. And I was uh, just, uh, the president of, of, has been on with the, the show with me, and uh, it's, of course, you know, founded by Philly Schlafly. And um, I just had Gail Rizika, Utah Eagle Forum president for 31 years. A very strong organization. I believe that the type of message that you have uh, is uh, something that is absolutely coupled with uh, with theirs as well. And you know how I admire uh, your message. And so just the same, let me ask you this then. When we look at um, the Raphael Warnocks uh, of uh, the world and um, who preach from pulpits uh, that many hold to be venerable. What is the deception in that that we're seeing? Is that permeated through the American Christian church? Has that type of uh, social justice gospel permeated throughout uh, Christendom? Talk to us about it. Okay, so what we're talking about is critical theory, critical race theory, uh, many of these things about liberation theology, black liberation theology, all of these things have as a false premise the idea that there's one set of truths for one group of people and another set of truths for another. That's part of why, instead of me railing against those things, which can put, put us where we're always looking for somebody to blame, we come back to what's the truth that answers the lie. And so I teach about the immutable laws of the universe, because the immutable laws of the universe are just that. You know, the word immutable means it doesn't change. And the world doesn't change for what we think ought to be. There is a certain world that is. And there's immutable principles of liberty that uh, uh, there's a cause to effect. And the effect is predictable. So the Warnocks of the world get up and they play on people's emotions. They get them thinking with their emotions and then use the masses as pawns to further tyranny and Marxism and in essence, in the end, what it will do is enslave the masses. 
And enslavement, my dear friends, is exactly the goal of communism. Oh, they they come with a, a, the lie, uh, and 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 you know that all men will be equal. But Doc, you described to us uh, on a, on another occasion here on the show what all what that means for everyone to have equal housing and equal education. Can you reiterate that? Okay, so let's talk about that. Uh, If you promote this equality kind of thing, first of all, you're promoting an idea that's never worked. And people like Walter Williams and Thomas Sewell talk about the issue of if if children born into the same family, so that's pretty much the same uh, start. I understand that we can say every child's born into a different family because the parents are different when there's, you know, as each child uh, is born into the family. But the point is still, if children born into the same family don't turn out equal, and people born into the same community don't turn out equal, then how this is a false frame to get people to give up their essential liberty. So your essential liberty has to do with your conscience. And so socialism is selling an idea that has never worked. I I do this little thing where I basically say, look, I'm looking for salesmen, and I want you to sign up today. We've got a product that has never worked. It's never going to work. Nobody that's ever bought it likes it. And, uh, you you know, we'll take as many salespeople today as want to sign up. Now, folks, that's what socialism is. It's never worked. It only brings misery and suffering. And you do need to educate yourself enough about how brainwashing works and what the steps of cultural change and deceit are in order to be immunized. I mean, you talk about we need an immunization. We need an immunization of thought to stop ourselves from being prey to the disease, let me say that right, the disease of deceit. Let me uh, then ask you this, Doc, uh, when we talk about uh, moving into our American future and, and the deceit that goes on. In fact, Jesus warns us in Matthew 24 that uh, be, be careful that no one deceive you. Uh, we, we, we look for the wars and the rumors of the wars and all that. But he said uh, one of the signs of, uh, of, 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 of the end is, is mass deception. And, and, and Doc, when we, Dr. Marlene McMillan is my guest here today, Why Liberty Matters. I want you to tell everyone how to get in touch with you, bring you to a place where they are, and tell us about your latest work. Okay, we have webinars every Wednesday night. We have people who call in from all over the world. This is not for the weak or the person who just wants uh, mindless entertainment. We teach hardcore how to think and reason biblically. And you sign up for those webinars at why, that's W-H-Y, libertymatters.com. You go in at whylibertymatters.com, put in your first name and email address. You'll get a, a message back, and you must respond to that and say, yes, I really want to talk to these people. Yes, I want to know about these webinars. And whether you can tune in completely every time or not, you can find out what we're talking about, what we're writing about, 
because we're always uh, a bit ahead of where things are going uh, because principles work forward and we're always teaching you the things that you can hold on to so you can't teach your children everything they need to know for 50 years from now but you can teach them the immutable laws of the universe the way this whole system works and unlock the keys of life to them by learning these principles Unlocking the keys of life to your children by learning certain principles. And these principles, now that uh, we are seeing a shift in uh, our governmental uh, philosophy in this country at this point in time. Dr. McMillan, tell uh, us then uh, how is is the situation, I guess, I guess what, what we're looking for, is the situation as dire as we had preached it to be, now that is has happened. Tell us, identify for us, Dr. McMillan, what has happened now that this, uh, this Georgia Senate seats have been lost and the presidency have been lost. Uh, talk to us about that. How real is this? Okay, so the political situation is very dire, but there is a power that's greater than politics. And I make a distinction between that which is political and that which is governmental. So we are being called basically to come back to understanding what individual self-government really is. Because the way to fight tyranny, first of all, you have to know what tyranny is, because many people uh, are empowering the tyrant without even realizing what it is. But then after you see that, how do you fight that? Well, it comes back to character, and it comes back to liberty of conscience and individual self-government. And these are two ideas that many even of the Save the Country organizations are focusing on the political, and uh, it operates, that operates under a political spirit that will not bring peace. It keeps everything constantly upset. So what I'm teaching is how that you return to the first principles. And when you return to the first principles, what you have is people of the kind of character that they don't have to go do a riot. They don't have to do anything uh, drastic, but they take governance over their personal lives, their self. We taught our children your first domain of government is yourself. You can't tell anybody else what to do so you can con- control and discipline yourself. Is that then, being taught yeah, in our is that being taught that self-governance? I'm not really sure if they even teach American history anymore, or I know they don't or state history. I don't know if they teach that anymore in high schools. But is that self-governance? something that uh, we see missing in what has been known as the snowflake generation. How, how, do they, how did that happen? How did that happen? Uh, how did we come to that point? The children of World War II produce uh, children of our own, and then they produce snowflakes. I don't understand the progression. Well, part of that was not just what the parents uh, were doing in the home, but what messages were sent out as a uh, to the masses? You know what how, what a good parent was was redefined. What a child was supposed to learn in school was redefined. Um, the uh, bad character was subsidized, and you get more of what you subsidize and less of what you penalize. So 
uh, immorality was subsidized in our welfare system. And many things were done to break down the culture, break down the family. And even if that's happened in the past, folks, you can change that today. You, When you wake up and you quit participating and buying into this thinking with your emotions, when you come back and say, okay, I don't care what everybody else is going to do, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. As for me and my house, we will be disciplined. We will do what's right. And you get that. This is one of the reasons. And, and of course, I'm a homeschool pioneer. And even in homeschool circles, there's a change in character, but there is a hope to restore strong character. And it's not going to happen through the masses or through somebody else. You have to take charge yourself. Dr. Marlene McMillan is my special guest. Dr. McMillan, stay with me through the break, if you would. I I want to uh, talk about a little bit what you uh, have just shared with us. And I want to examine even closer. And I want you to refresh us on Benjamin Bloom and that type of of uh, uh, methodology that entered into educational systems and when it did. I'd like for you to talk to us about uh, the Columbia uh, School as well. And and, uh, there are so many things that Americans will indeed come clearer, uh, become clearer to us, especially now that there has been a socialist takeover of our governmental bodies. I'm CL. We'll be right back with Dr. Marlene McMillan. Why Liberty Matters when I return. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities. That- you can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL, back with you on this great day in the USA. Thank all of you for coming along with us daily as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation. Hey, you folks up in Utah, Salt Lake City, I'm headed your way. Uh, All day Saturday, I'll be there with you at Eagle Forum uh, Convention. I'll keynote that for you uh, later on in the afternoon. And I certainly thank my good friend Gail Rizika for coming on with me a little bit earlier. Uh, All of you traveling through. 
through Times Square, look up above the iconic Ripley's Believe It or Not, the C.L. Bryant Show uh, pops up there every hour, 24 hours a day, and old C.L.'s face looking right back at you on the Talk Monster screen, uh, the Red State Talk Monster screen, the largest talk platform in the nation and uh, the most listened to as well. On the line with me is also a friend of the show, a friend of mine, and that is Dr. Marlene McMillan. Why Liberty Matters, Why Liberty Matters. I'm going to let her tell you right now about how to engage with that before we go on with our conversation. Dr. McMillan, tell folks how to get in touch. Okay, we have a wonderful webinar every Wednesday evening. People call in from all over the world. You will not only learn from me, but from the different callers uh, that participate. It's really an exciting time. You go to Y, that's W-H-Y, LibertyMatters.com. Put in your first name and email, and then you'll get an email back. Please respond to that uh, in order to continue getting our uh, information and our very little communication, but powerful communication that will tell you what's going on. And basically, we teach about law, government, history, economics, and education, areas that have not been taught about uh, to the masses of the culture in a way that people understand, easy to understand, and then walk away with something you can apply and you can teach others. That's do, let's do it. Let's become a part of Why Liberty Matters, Why Liberty Matters, become a part of that webinar. Doctor, um, let me ask you this. Dr. McMillan, Marlene, let me ask you this. Um, Why should the name Benjamin Bloom be of any interest to folks who would want to educate their children in the public school system? Or if they're being educated even with homeschool material, do they have to be aware of the influences of Benjamin Bloom? Talk to us. Okay, so Benjamin Bloom released books for teachers in 1956 and 64. And, you know, it takes time for ideas to filter into a, a culture. And Bloom developed a new language for education. So he wanted schools to become laboratories of change and have a language of change. And we have embraced this. You know, you have to say what change was he wanting to bring forward. And the change that Bloom wanted to bring forward was to move us from a belief in absolute truth to a belief in relativism. In other words, he was bringing the dialectic process into a normal status of how people were taught to think and reason. So in the dialectic process, the, there's two key questions. And I don't care if you're asked these questions in a church Sunday school, if you're asked them in uh, circles where they claim to be doing something that's good for you. If all they ask is, how does that make you feel and what do you think instead of what does the Bible say or what is truth? Because something, liberty is based in truth. And if something is wrong in premise, it's wrong in result. So Bloom's whole system was based on relativism, and it was based on the idea that your thoughts and your ideas are the end all of what determines truth. Wow. 
And when we look at the dialectic process that put that uh, that it that embedded that it, so so it, so there's a time frame, uh, Doctor McMillan, in embedding the that process into a society. Is that what you're telling us that it takes time for the, that process to actually manifest? Exactly. And what you have is your tyrants. And all the people that promote tyranny are strategic. They're calculated. They understand how language is used for deceit. They understand social engineering, and they understand political correctness and how to get people. See, when you speak politically correct, you agree to their worldview. And then each generation moves a little bit further into where they accept tyranny is normal. And that's what's going on with socialism. This idea, I mean, who would have ever expected? I have, I have people that come to my uh, all-day, we do all-day liberty events that are really exciting. And when the mothers come in in the morning, they say things like, I can't believe it. I raised my child in what I thought was a freedom-loving home. And my child's a Bernie supporter. How can that be? Yeah. And then by the morning break, they're going, oh, no, I, I, I didn't know that I was leaning in that direction myself. And by noontime, they're saying, oh, my child's a Bernie supporter because at the heart, I had embraced relativism and given up absolute truth, and I didn't even know it about myself. Wow, wow. So giving up our core values is something that you used a word earlier about a brainwashing. So there has been a purposeful, methodical uh, brainwashing of that. Who is immune? Are there any, is there anyone who is immune to that? Is there an antidote to that type of brainwashing? Well, we did a very deep dive for about a month about what brainwashing really is. And what you come back to is the people who survived formal brainwashing, which now we have kind of a massive through the media form of brainwashing that's very subtle. It would be cultural Marxism instead of, of uh, you know, outright Marxism. And what you see, though, the prisoners of war, whether they were in China or North Korea or anywhere in the world, the ones who withstood it were the ones who had very deep core values and knew what truth was. But it was very difficult. So it is if you don't understand what the dialectic is, that's why my book, Mountains of Deceit, is so important, because the understanding of how the dialectic process has infected the culture. Yes, we have infection in the culture, but it's more in thinking even than it is physically. Wow. The infection in our culture is more in thinking than it is physically. Dr. McMillan, uh, as always, you are uh, a delight and a joy uh, to be on. Speak to us uh, here in the, the final minutes of this interview that we have about the Frankfurt School of Thought that came to this country uh, and how it, it affected uh, our nation. I always found it fascinating when you discuss it. Okay, so Hegel lived way back around the time of the American founding era. He was a German philosopher. He lived like from 1770 to 1830. 
And then his ideas were kind of dormant for about 100 years, and then they were uh, uh, revitalized by what were called the Frankfurt School, who were a group of German professors who left Germany in around 1933. And John Dewey, a name people may have heard of, John Dewey of Columbia, brought them to the United States and helped to diffuse this critical theory, this higher criticism, and all of these things that take time again to take root in a culture in order to bring about a culture change to move us from a place of pure liberty or understanding the value of liberty to basically giving us a redistributive socialistic kind of frame. And it's been nothing but nothing good has come out of that. Nothing good has come out of that. In fact, my friends, I would dare say, just me, just saying this myself, that what you're seeing on the television screen right now, what you're seeing in the streets of Washington, D.C., and the fiasco that has occurred in all three branches of government is an offshoot of what has been planted by that school of thought. Just saying, maybe, maybe not, but I believe it has a lot to do with where we are today. Dr. Marlene, I want to thank you for uh, being on with me. I want to give you the final word on, you can, you can talk about anything for the next four, four minutes, four or five minutes that you want to talk about. The floor is yours. Okay, so let's talk about what Marxism does as a tactic, because remember, they're very strategic, and then they have tactics that work over and over and over again. In other words, it's a playbook that you can learn about. You don't have to wonder what's happening. You can see it. And one of the key things is to pit one group of people against another. When we stand together as brothers and sisters in Christ, when we stand together, whether we agree on that or not, if we stand together on the principles of liberty that are immutable, and we don't care about the externals, where we are not going to focus on those, we're going to focus on either we're going to stand together for liberty and truth, or we're all going to be enslaved together. So it's time to come back to a realization of what is at stake here. And in order for there to be liberty in a land, there has to be liberty in a person's heart. And if you buy into this constant conflict, this constant looking for somebody to blame, this constant bitterness, see, a root of bitterness, it it, uh, talks about how a root of bitterness by which many are defiled. So you have to walk in forgiveness. I'm known as the lady of liberty and forgiveness because there's an immutable connection between walking in forgiveness and walking in liberty. And there's a language and method that leads to liberty and a different language and method that leads to bondage and tyranny. And we define those things in our webinars. And you can contact us at whylibertymatters.com. You put in your first name and email, and you'll get emails uh, uh, you know, telling you more about it. And you can write to us at contact, C-O-N-T-A-C-T, at whylibertymatters.com after you sign up. And you can find out how to even get recordings of prior teachings and all of that. Uh, And I'll say again, folks, you have to understand how this works. Once you get the playbook, see, there's a sleight of mind going on. A magician does a sleight of hand. 
This is a sleight of mind to make you not realize that the playbook is already written and you can see the steps spelled out. And in Mountains of Deceit, on page 11, the most important page in the book, it actually gives you the steps of this dialectic process. And it's, it's like getting the key that unlocks the door that you've been looking for the key all your life and never been able to find the key. So I want to invite everybody to uh, tune into our webinars to understand. Don't get your emotions caught up in all this stuff that you're being you're supposed to be part of. Don't think with your emotions. Come back and center onto truth and how liberty is built. And he who would give up essential liberty for temporary safety deserves neither liberty nor safety. And it's time that we quit giving up essential liberty under the guise of saying, oh, we'll keep you safe. It's a tyrant that comes in and says he'll keep you safe because safety is of the Lord. And that's where you need to go back to. Wow. Wow. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's always uh, just riveting. And uh, folks, now you know why I uh, am one of her disciples myself. I certainly am. And I'll tell the world that I certainly am. I certainly adhere to uh, the thought process that this lady is able to convey to us as a world. And uh, Dr. Marlene McMillan, WhyLibertyMatters.com. Go there and become a part of that movement. I certainly hope it becomes one, especially now. It is so necessary necessary that you look into certain principles and American truths, certain immutable truths that God himself, the creator himself, has placed in motion that in, uh, that all government rests upon. All government rests upon his immutable truths. And um, I thank you for being on with us. God bless you and God keep you. Dr. McMillan, continue to fight the good fight. I know that you will because you are fighting the good fight. Thank you so much.